Hey, welcome to the very first ever audio exclusive Church Candy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to get church guests to return next week. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the Church Candy podcast, the podcast of sweet ministry success. I'm your host, Brady Sticker, and let's jump in. All right, so if you hear noises of nature, that is because I went ahead and just clicked record on my iPhone voice memos this morning uh, on my morning walk, spending time with the Lord, and really just felt Holy Spirit say, okay, you need to record this. There's pastors out there that need to hear this. And I believe the difference between good and great is speed of implementation. So here we are. Now, a lot of the times here at Church Candy, we focus on helping churches get new guests. Um, Most of you guys probably know if you're listening to this, we run a digital marketing agency right now mainly focused on uh, social media ads. So think Facebook, Instagram, Uh, do a lot with Google, but the, the goal is to help churches get first time guests want to get guests show up the number one problem we have <laughs> is whenever our pastor is like all right brady this is awesome we, we got a guest in the door but they didn't come back next week um it, <laughs> and part of me wants to be like oh sorry i did my job it's not my problem but i know that's not the heart that i should have um and if that is you and you are good at getting butts in seats. You're just struggling at getting them to come back. The good news is you are ahead of the curve. Because most churches, it's opposite. Most churches, hey, once we get people in, we're able to keep them. But we just have a hard time getting people in. So if you can get people in, that's kind of the hard part. The... The second part of that equation isn't as difficult. That is retention. Now, I'm saying it's not as hard. It's, I think it's honestly just as hard. It's, but in different ways. So let's kind of break this down. Whenever you have someone show up to your campus, you've probably heard the stat that, all right, you've got seven minutes to make a good first impression once they pull up on your campus because that's when they're going to decide whether or not they're coming back next week and yes I I think there's truth to that I believe that stat came from Carrie Newhoff but I think we'll prioritize wrong things whenever we focus on the stat we hear that and we think okay That means I need to have really trained parking lot greeters. And we need to have people with welcome signs in the front. And we need to make sure they're they're not even touching a doorknob when they come to our church. That we open all the doors for them. And yes, I think that's important. But what I think is more important than that is personal connection. Let's see see if someone shows up to your church. 
and sure they've got the smiling faces and the surface level hey good morning how are you that's fine but i can get that at walmart right when i go to walmart the door is automatically open there's typically an old man standing at the at the entrance greeting me and super friendly but if there's no personal connection and that community side isn't developed quickly, then you're not going to retain your guests. So, yes, excellence is important. Yes, I'm all about having really well-trained greeters and having a host team. But you need to have your team to be very intentional about... Don't just have surface-level conversations. Get to know people, right? Because if they feel welcomed when they actually show up and they feel like not just like another number, then you're going to have a way higher chance of them returning, returning the next week. So it's less about just having smiling faces. It's less about having excellent And it's more about having deeper connections with people, making sure they feel seen, making sure people feel important, making sure people feel heard. Now, whenever the new guest actually does show up, let's talk about follow-up strategy. Let's talk about, okay, if the goal is to make them feel seen and important and not just a number, what's something that we can do once they do show up on Sundays to just dramatically increase the likelihood that they show up the next week. And this is where this strategy comes into play. Now, a lot of churches, what they'll do, they will send an email. Maybe you go above and beyond and you text the new guest that comes to your church. Now, all that's great. Again, people still probably feel like they're just a number if they're just getting an email and a text. So I always recommend if you can take the time to make things personal and make it seem like you're going dramatically above and beyond to make them feel welcomed and to show them that you do care about their lives, take an extra step that most ministries probably would not take And that's how you're going to get them to come back next week. And I'm not saying like do the things the other churches don't do because it's a competition. You want to do that because they've most people going into your church. They've probably had a poor experience with the ministry somewhere. And the root of all church hurt, I truly believe, is because someone didn't feel seen or heard or important. And then you can go down theology, theological issues that led to church hurt. Deep down the root is that person didn't feel seen. They didn't feel heard. They didn't feel important. Same thing with if a pastor dramatically wronged someone. Well, they were wronged by them. They didn't feel seen. They didn't feel important. They were wronged by So all of church church stems from people not feeling seen and important. So if you can overcome that during a guest's very first visit on Sunday your retention rate is going to be really, really high. So 
let's chat about how can you make someone actually feel seen and important and not just like a number. So here's like two things that I think work really, really well. The first one would be sending personalized videos. And the key thing here is personalized. This is not recording a what to expect video or different things here at our church video and then sending that same video to everyone. Now this is every Monday or every Tuesday, have your lead pastor, and I'll tell you why it's important it should be from the lead pastor in a second. Have your lead pastor take some time to film a personalized video saying the family's name in each video and sending that to them. Now, there's a couple of different ways to do this. You can use just a, just have, if you have some kind of like place where you film a lot of videos, uh, you, you can just have like that studio where you have the camera, uh, the camera set up already. Pastors go in there, film them all at once, and then have a team member export that video, send it to the person unlisted. You can do that. It might be easier using a website like loom.com, L-O-O-M.com. And Loom, I use this in our, like we use this in our businesses all the time. Uh, because what you do is you record a video. Mainly, most people use it for screen sharing videos, like recording your screen. And then you can have a little webcam uh, camera pop up at the bottom. You can do that, but what I would recommend you do is you can use Loom to record a video on your webcam, and if you want higher quality than just your webcam, nowadays you can connect an iPhone to a Mac and use that as a webcam, so you can use that. Um, You can use the Loom app on a phone. Uh, If you're one of the Church Candy clients, maybe you're using Church Funnels. Uh, Church Funnels actually has a similar feature where you can send videos via link. But the important thing here is you want to make it really easy to do this because if there's a lot of steps, if there's a lot of things that you have to do in order to send a video, you're not going to do it. So having SOPs, standard operating procedures with this is going to be key here in order to do this at scale, especially if you're having If you have 20 families that show up on a Sunday, 20 new guests, that's 20 videos you have to record. And now, these videos, here's what I would say in them. Hey, John, this is Pastor Brady from Vibrant Church. Man, we're so excited that you guys visited this Sunday. That's awesome, man. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this service. Uh, Listen, we have church again next Sunday, 9.15 or 11 o'clock. We'd love to see you there. Uh, If there's anything we can do for you, any way we can serve your family, please let us know. John, we are praying for you and your family. Have a blessed week. We'd love to see you again this Sunday. Have a great rest of your day. Boom. That's it. That was, what, 15 seconds? So the videos don't have to be over the top, but just uh, people feeling seen because it's the lead pastor. Um, So I I would recommend using Loom. Because it just, you press record and then it automatically gives you a link. And then it'll even like auto name the file for you. Like 
it'll like use AI to listen to the transcription and then name the video file. So it'll probably with that, it'll probably name it. Thanks for visiting with us, John. <laughs> and then you send that link to someone. Uh, and it's just really, really cool the way it works. So I would recommend using Loom for this. Now, here's why it should come from your lead pastor. And honestly, I don't care if you're getting one new guest on Sunday or a hundred. If your lead pastor is the one that is taking the time to send these videos, it's going to have a greater impact. And that's just the truth. Like that's, that's just how it is. Now, again, you have to develop a solid SOP, a solid standard operating procedure. Otherwise, you're just not going to do this. And so if you have to film 100 videos on a Sunday, definitely set aside time, use Loom, have pulled up on a computer, and then have an assistant there with you to kind of keep track of it and do the admin side of those things to where... All the pastor's doing is press and record and press and stop and then saying the words, right? And then the administrative assistant is actually going through with them, taking those Loom video files and putting them in the text messages or wherever they need to go, however you're communicating with them. I would recommend sending this to someone via text. You can use email if you want, but... Email open rates for churches are probably lower than you expect compared to text message. Now you can, you can hand this off to a campus pastor, to a team member. Please don't give this to a volunteer. Uh, one, if this is given to a volunteer, they don't have the same heart for it as you, if you're the lead pastor or someone else on your team that you're literally paying them to do it and it's part of their job so I wouldn't recommend having a volunteer do it it comes it comes it makes more impact if it's someone on staff or at least yeah like someone on your lead pastor or at least someone on staff now that's kind of the first thing I would recommend doing Uh, that definitely makes someone feel seen the key thing here is saying their name. Now, another thing that I would do is physical mail. And really just because people don't get physical mail these days. Think, back in the day we got mail all the time and it was just noise, right? People would actually send letters and packages. Now, I get excited when I have something in the mail. And here's different options for physical mail. Don't just do like a postcard, like a mailer that's just like a graphic and you don't want to do that. What I would do is have a handwritten thank you card that is literally written by hand. Now this is awesome because it doesn't have to be the lead pastor. You can have someone else on your team do this. Write them a thank you card and then give them a gift card, like a $5 gift card to a local coffee shop. 
I wouldn't recommend Starbucks with this. Um, personally, I'm a huge coffee snob and I'm not the biggest fan of Starbucks. Uh, why don't you go ahead and partner with someone local, find an, a good coffee shop that you can go support their business and they might even give you a discount if you were to say like, hey, can we buy 50 gift cards that are $5 a piece for $4 each? Since we're buying so many of them, if you want to ask for a discount or something, uh, they're, they're going to be more likely to give it to you. Uh, or pay full price. Pay full price and support the local business. Either way, it's going to be um, awesome that you supported a business owner locally and you're just doing something special that makes people feel seen, feel heard, a handwritten note. And this is good because it can be from the pastor. You can just have them sign it or just have someone sign it for them on your pastor's behalf. And, uh, yeah, makes, makes people feel seen. Now it, there is the, the whole, okay, did Pastor Brady really write this letter? Did Pastor Brady really send this? Now, it's important to your speed of implementation with this. Like, I would have the letters already written to where you just need to put the family's name at the front. And then on Sunday, drop them off in the mail. Or take it a step further. Stamp it, make it look like it came in the mail. And then drop it off in their mailboxes on Monday or have like a staff or a staff member go drop it off. Uh, if you're going to do mail, you need to do it quick. Don't wait until Wednesday to mail it because then Friday comes around by the time they actually get it, if not later. And by then they've, they've already made the decision whether or not they're going to go to church on Sunday. So speed here is definitely important. And so, yeah, those are the two things that I would recommend you doing to increase your retention. Yes, obviously have excellence when they walk in the door. Yes, uh, if, if you can have a memorable service, like with musicians that are actually good and your your message is actually good and it, it isn't just fluff and if you're a good communicator and they really feel moved by the Holy Spirit during your service. It's going to be impactful. It's going to make a difference. But uh, as far as follow-up goes, these are two things that most churches don't do. That I think if you implemented, could really make a big difference in someone's lives. And help bring them closer to Jesus along the way. So, thanks so much for listening. My name's Brady. Here at Church Candy, we help churches turn online views to butts and pews. So if you are wanting to get new people to show up on Sundays, that way you can implement these strategies, uh, reach out to us. You can go to churchcandy.com, schedule a call with me or one of my team members. We can chat for a little discovery call and you can learn more about us. We learn more about you and decide if it's a good fit. So have a blessed day and I'll see you in the next episode.